Welcome to Showboys uh, Newscast, bringing you all the news and no opinion. I am Mike. And I am Nick. Thank you for joining us. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. Um, continuing the trend of of DCEU spicy rumors, we have quite a few to kick off the episode tonight. Um, hot off the success of the Snyderverse, um, you know, the... the Hashtag restore the Snyderverse is kind of trending of late. And it appears the fate of the Snyderverse rests on the success of Black Adam. So per tipster Mikey Sutton, it's being reported that the fate of the Snyderverse rests solely on the success of the Black Adam film, which is starring and, you know, created by, ran by, you know, everything by uh, Dwayne Johnson. Basically, the DCEU theatrical films have not been making the money that WB initially thought they would bring in. Um, you know, couple this with some sketchy critic reviews, and the end result is WB wanting to shut down the Snyderverse and, and kind of reboot. Um, as we've reported before, there seems to be a tug of war going on behind the scenes between WB and HBO Max to keep the Snyderverse timeline intact and ongoing. If Black Adam destroys the box office this summer, it's possible Snyderverse could become a, quote, viable theatrical revenue stream, which really would be awesome, but would also really just raise a lot of questions regarding the DCEU. Because they, they kind of have a little bit of everything going on right now, and it's kind of hard to keep track of what's what. Um, to go along with that... Uh, Another spicy rumor, uh, HBO Max wants a Batfleck movie and show. So with the insanely huge success to, uh, of Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, you know, comes many, many rumors like we've talked about. Uh, we have already reported about the return of the Batfleck in past episodes, but tipster Mikey Sutton is again bringing the spice with this new rumor revolving around Ben Affleck's Batman. We all know the failure of Affleck's solo Batman film project that he was set to write, direct, and star in, as well as his retirement from the role of Batman after the flop of the Justice League. But we know that he re uh, returned for reshoots in the Snyder Cut and will be making another appearance donning the cowl in The Flash. Uh, so this rumor is reporting that HBO Max wants a feature film and a limited series starring the bat fleck before he hangs up the cow. Um, what are your just general thoughts on Affleck as Batman? I'm all, all for the bat fleck. Yes, me too. This, this little nugget here is probably what I'm most excited about in the newscast. Uh, more bat fleck, please. Especially if it's like a series on HBO, sign me up. Limited series plus a movie seems, yeah. seems pretty good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Batman, Another rumor, I'm telling you, we're just rumor, oh, rumor, no. rumor off the top. Christian Bale <clears throat> is in talks to return as Batman. So Giant Freaking Robots' original scoop that Christian Bale is returning as Batman seems to have been confirmed by Geekosity recently. And Bale is, in fact, in talks to return as Bats in the upcoming 
the Flash movie. Of course, this rumor comes alongside the return of Michael Keaton as Batman in the same movie to which Keaton hasn't fully committed to, uh, sparking the DCEU multiverse as a result of the Flashpoint paradox. You know, that's the premise of the Flash movie. Um, Nothing has been inked as of yet, uh, but it does look like the studio is getting all their ducks in a row, making sure all of their bases are covered, um, you know, in case Keaton doesn't fully commit, you know, maybe they'll have Christian Bale or maybe they'll both commit and they'll have Ben Affleck, Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Um, But, you know, this movie, this flash movie, the flashpoint paradox storyline could truly be a historic moment in comic book films um, as the biggest comic book movie crossover event to ever happen. Um, Keeping it, In Gotham City here, uh, another rumor is Kristen Stewart. You know her. You probably don't love her. Maybe you do. I don't know. Were you a fan of Twilight? Um, Actually, side note, she was in a movie recently called Mm -hmm. Underwater, I think. That's what it's called. She's been in a handful of movies. And um, I mean, I enjoy her post, uh, post Twilight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the movie I'm thinking about is Underwater, and I want to see it super bad. I heard it was really great, underrated. Um, but yeah, much like Robert Pattinson, um, he's right. a big deal post-Twilight. Um, but anyways, Kristen Stewart is up for taking on the Batwoman role. So according to a recent report from We Got This Covered, Kristen Stewart may be looking for a superhero type role, and she is now being connected to the role of Batwoman in a potential Batwoman movie. This rumor has uh, this Batwoman character slash movie set in the same universe as Robert Pattinson's Batman movie. Um potentially reuniting the former Twilight stars. To be clear, this is just a rumor. And a Batman movie, or a Batman, a Batwoman movie is not officially in development. But with uh, Warner Brothers wanting to build up this second DC universe with Robert Pattinson's Batman. um, And with that universe being in, you know, quote unquote, growth mode. um, It's not unlikely to think that a Batwoman movie movie or show of some sort could be you know potentially in the works and i'm not i'm not against maybe a Kristen stewart batwoman i approve i also like i mean i into the flashpoint thing i also like the entire concept of them just looping in every single movie show <laughs> yeah to one thing you know just like just like with a uh, Spider-Man did. Yep. I think that was just so good. Yeah. So to be clear, it sounds like the Pattinson Batman movie takes place on earth too, as we, mm. I think that it might've been the last newscast we did. Yep. Um, so, you know, separate universe, but you know, DC is cracking open the multiverse here with the flash movie. So uh, I believe the, the creator of the flash movie went on record saying that, the flash movie will validate anything that you've seen DC wise. Like it all exists now in the same, (laughs) in the same universe via the multiverse via flash messing with time. Um, So yeah, it's kind of a a nice sweep everything under the rug, uh, but you know, cool concept. 
retcon everything basically <laughs> um but uh, our, our last dc rumor here uh, unless you picked any for your bit but uh grant gustin who uh plays barry allen aka the flash in the cw flash tv show might be making a cameo in the upcoming flash movie so um you know, since we're talking about cameos in the Flash here, uh, Grant Gustin's name has been thrown into the hat here. Uh, Geekosity Magazine is coming at us with news that Gustin is in talks to have a cameo in the movie. And this multiverse approach here that we've kind of been talking about has already been explored in the CW Arrowverse. Um, Ezra Miller's Flash uh, from Justice League actually made a brief cameo in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover in the Arrowverse on the CW. Um, you know, just confirming that these two, you know, franchises and versions of DC do exist together. Um, like he even was when he appeared in the TV show, like he was wearing his, you know, Justice League Snyder, well, Justice League at the time. Uh, you know, flash suit. Um, so yeah, they've kind of already, you know, dabbled in this multiverse thing. So I think it would be super cool if Grant Gustin made an appearance in the flash movie. Um, a lot of people actually really wanted to see Gustin play the flash in, uh, the justice league and the DCEU movies. Um, so that'd be kind of like a cool nod to the fans there. Did you ever watch any of the Arrowverse shows? I did not. That kind of falls into the, uh, I would say, wave one of superhero yeah. series that I just ignored, along with all the MCU ones. So Yeah. Uh, if you ever go back, uh, the only one worth watching is The Flash, uh, in all honesty. It's actually a pretty decent show. But moving along, while sticking with HBO... Uh, the role of Tommy has been cast in the upcoming Last of Us uh, series. <clears throat> Joel's brother, Tommy Miller, has been cast in HBO's The Last of Us series and will be played by Diego Luna, who nice. uh, is mostly known for his role as Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, this news comes from dead, a deadline report. Uh, Luna will join Pedro Pascal, who will be playing Joel and Bella Ramsey, who will be playing Ellie in the highly anticipated HBO max series, um, which it cannot get here soon enough. Cause I'm so stoked to watch the last of us. Um, our friend bio Civ, who <clears throat> we had on the show, you know, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. uh, he just started playing the last of us for the first time. Like that's what he's streaming right now. And uh, watching him play that is making me really hyped for this show. So they need to get, get it made, get it out there. Yeah. And I, I just love seeing Diego and Pedro together just because they're best friends in real life. And um, also Diego being part of a uh, star Wars mm. and also he plays in the newer um narcos mexico series he's really there good yeah great actor i love his Voice. plays but Isn't moving he, on, uh, on i don't mean to interrupt but he's andor right yes yep uh, he, yes. he has his own series coming out i don't know why this article is like oh, he's most known for agents of shield <laughs> 
Yeah, I was just gonna say I didn't even know he was in Agents of Shield, and now I want to see Agents of Shield. Um, yeah, just for um, the, his stuff. Yeah, he was awesome as Andor, and I can't wait for that series. Also, yeah. Anyways, sorry yeah. to interrupt there. Yeah, no worries. We're just we're just gonna touch on some super brief Marvel news. Um, you know, Marvel's been on a roll lately. They're obviously hitting their stride here with their series and gearing up for movies, but. There's still a little bit of stuff coming out for the the distant future, but Captain Marvel 2 begins filming next week with a release set near the end of next year for 2022. Uh, Shooting is beginning under the new director, Nia DaCosta. The movie is rumored to follow up on the Disney Plus series Secret Invasion arc that will have Nick Fury taking on the shape-shifting scrolls. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Elder yeah. Scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to say that till it sticks. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, Secret Invasion um, is going to be a pretty cool arc for sure. Yeah. And uh, and it was, you know, I was even reading that it was kind of citing, you know, the, you know, the big hype around Captain Marvel's. A lot of it was like the fact that it was set in the 90s, the kind of like mm-hmm. the more so the the era around the movie. So that like helped. Mm-hmm. Then go forward with this. So I wonder if this will obviously be in the future, could be in the past. I'm not sure. I'm not too privy to all that, but I'll definitely watch it. I enjoyed that, especially Nick Fury making his cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, but breaking news as of this week, the week of April 19th, Marvel has released the first trailer for the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings movie. Yes, ring watch. Here we go. Sorry, wrong show. Uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. Whoops, I'm whoops. definitely on the ring watch. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Here it is. It's crossover. <laughs> it's gonna, it's, yeah. They're going to they're gonna cross the universes. Yeah. Um, but the release of the trailer was a surprise birthday present to the star of Shang-Chi, Sima Liu. Um, the movie is set to hit the or set to hit theater September September 3rd and will follow Lou as the master of Kung Fu as he confronts the past he thought he had left behind before getting drawn into the Ten Rings organization. Yes. I have no clue about any of this, but the trailer was really good, had a great music hype score and <laughs> looks solid. Yes. So quick synopsis. Yeah. Um, basically Mortal Kombat <clears throat> in the MCU. Yes. Uh, so Shang-Chi was like not uh like they were very upfront in when they created this character. He is basically Marvel's Bruce Lee. And um <clears throat> this movie will follow a fighting tournament uh and will include the Ten Rings terrorist organization and the Mandarin, which you may know from the mm-hmm, Iron Man mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have been following along in the Falcon Winter Soldier Companion series, my giant, bold, and unfounded in any sort of evidence prediction before the season started was that the Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to tie into Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, and sadly, it, it has not yet. But I am not holding, or I'm not giving up hope. Uh, we have one episode left. You never Still know. on the table. It's going to be never the, know. It's gonna be the after credit scene. You never know. Yeah. The Mandarin just calls up, you know, Zemo or something. Anyways. Um, yeah. I don't think go it's watch our Falcon and winter soldier companion series. Now 
do it. Well, maybe after this episode, but definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to non-superhero. Well, this is vaguely superhero related. Uh, Netflix will be the new home of streaming Sony titles. Uh, beginning in 2022, Netflix will be um, you know the place where you will go to stream Sony films. You know after their theatrical release. Uh, including the likes of the Spider-Man franchise, as well as giving Netflix the right for movies made exclusively for streaming, uh, allowing Netflix the, quote, first look at licensing movies from Sony's library. Uh, this should uh, really you know, be a big help for Netflix to stay in the fight with uh, all the new streaming competitors that are popping up these days. And <laughs> also shoots down the idea of a Sony plus, you know, streaming service or platform. Sure. Uh, yeah. At least for the time being, uh, you know, cause that's what we need. Another streaming service. No, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, that's interesting. You know, maybe we'll see some new Netflix originals dealing with Sony IPs now that they have this licensing agreement and deal in place. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, one thing that, has hurt Netflix. Not that they're really hurting by any means. They've just, you know, hit over 200 million subscribers or something. Um, but, you know, as all these streaming services have popped up, obviously the owners of those IPs have pulled them off of Netflix. If they have their own streaming service, uh, thus Netflix losing quite a bit of content actually. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. Uh, another Netflix piece of news here, uh, Zack Snyder, you know, him. hopefully you love him. I love him. I, I'm just going to, you know, f- f- fit that in like a couple more news articles tonight. Um, but he has a new movie army of the dead and it will be coming to Netflix on May 21st. So, um, Zack Snyder previously, you know, had a zombie movie called, you know, a remake of Dawn of the Dead back in 2008, I think. And he will be making his return to the zombie genre uh, here with a new zombie heist movie. That's right. A casino heist in the midst of a post-apocalyptic zombie outbreak. Um, I, I watched the trailer and it looks it looks fun, uh, to say the least. And uh, Sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean... I love heist movies and I love zombie movies and I generally love Zack Snyder movies. So it's like the Holy Trinity of things Mike likes in movies. Um, But yeah, army of the dead is starring Dave Bautista and is coming in just, you know, over a month. Uh, So be looking out for that. Very nice. Following suit here. Some more Netflix news. A Gundam live-action movie heads to Netflix with director Jordan Vaught-Roberts. Roberts is known for his work on films such as Kong Skull Island and The Kings of the Summer. As cited by by comicbook.com sources, ever since the success and continuation of the popular popularity of Pacific Rim, Gundam has been in the works ever since and seems to finally have maybe a green light uh netflix leaning hard into the anime ethos for new and revived content continues to line their banks of series with anime ip both new and established 
Um, this is, I mean, I, I find this particularly exciting just because Gundam's a, a very classic anime, has many different variations and uh, series, and um, I believe they've been waiting for a live action debut of it for some time. Nice. It's it's a tricky one to land, right? It's in that Pacific Rim uh, space, so definitely needed some time to catch up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just one of those things that either lands in um, the 90s Power Rangers movie live action <laughs> or, you know, Pacific Rim. So <clears throat> it took some time to get there. Um, and speaking of an original anime, Netflix has brought to life from the classic video game IP. They are looking to expand the Castlevania universe with a new series. While fans were saddened by the news that Castlevania's fourth season will be its final, airing May 13th, they were teased with news of a new series within the universe with an all-new cast of characters. Mm. Uh, I definitely need to start watching Castlevania, as I hear the first three seasons were really good. Um, And I hear just nothing but good things about that. And I do like myself some anime, so... I like that uh, right in the sweet spot. Four seasons. Yes, you know? that's. I think I think that's a solid trend. Yeah. I can't. I can't argue with that one. Don't drag it on any longer than it needs to be, and if you have to, just do a spinoff. Do you know what else is four seasons? Mister Robot. Attack on Titan. Hmm. I was close. You were close. <laughs> Speaking of spinoffs, though, um, you like that segue there. There we go. Uh, the boys spinoff has some casting news so uh we have rihanna hardesty uh joining the cast of the new spinoff of the boys as the lead role um which isn't named yet uh neither the role or the name of the actual show uh but the currently untitled spinoff follows a group of young adult superheroes attending the only superhero college and you know in the world which is run by Vought International I believe or yeah I believe Vought International um and uh the show has been described as quote part college show part hunger games with all the heart satire and raunch of the boys uh the the spinoff will feature the same creative team as the original show the boys uh bringing back craig rosenberg as executive producer and showrunner eric kripke as a developer and executive producer Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg also as executive producers, along with a slew of other, uh, you know, people that were involved with the boys. Man, sounds goofy, but it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, another bit of prime talk here at Amazon. The first season of Amazon's The Lord of the Rings series will cost. $465 million. Good Lord. <laughs> That's almost half a billion. Anyways, so initially reported that Amazon Studios was committed to five seasons of the new series that would cost a total of $1 billion. So it is a bit of a price shocker when the first season is reportedly already half of that initial budget. Now, hear me out. I think I've cracked the code on this. They could be doing what was done for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, where most of the filming was done simultaneously, and then post-production was done on all three with a rolling releases year to year. 
Mm. Um, I find this to be a realistic concept to employ with a series of this scale. Um, if you're aiming to release a new season every year, otherwise I feel like we would be waiting several years for each new season. If it's really this big of a series, right? Yeah. So it, to me, it, it, it kind of checks out that, um, they're halfway through. Cause I mean, they could have easily filmed two seasons, two, three seasons so far. So. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you just get all that stuff on the front end done and then you have, you know, half the budget left to, you know, tidy up the back end. Reshoots. Um, and for frame of, um, just kind of concept here is the HBO is spending a hundred million per episode, I believe on, um, what was it? Game of really Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's all right. So, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not out of the question to spend that much money on a on a on a season. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Netflix paid just about that much money for two movies. So, <laughs> at least yeah. with this, you're getting a little more longevity. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of continuously makes me think about like the the economics, right, of these purchases because mm. that is just that's, that's just crazy amounts of money right that they are very seemingly willing to spend on yeah. streaming but it is the future moving on and the last bit of amazon slash middle earth news and it is sad but not surprising amazon's lord of the rings mmo has been canceled a game that was supposed to potentially see the light of day to gamers everywhere in 2022 seems to have fallen victim to contract negotiations gone south between the studio and the IP owner. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be much more to it than that. And we can just add this to the long list of tragic tale of MMOs since World of Warcraft peaked 10 years ago. Yes, rip indeed. Um, sad, sad to hear, but rejoice. Riot is making a League of Legends MMO. So they will all, save the day. That's all we need. Um, but sticking with the uh, the gaming news, uh, here's another real spicy rumor. Um, <laughs> there may be a GoldenEye remake coming down the pipeline. Mm. So this started uh, with a new trademark filing by the owners of the James Bond IP rights for basically everything. Uh, Dan Jack LLC. Uh, they have the fans of the original GoldenEye game just sitting on the edge of their seats. They recently, um, you know, filed or like renewed the trademark for GoldenEye. And there have been some recent announcements of a new James Bond game coming, and the renewal of this you know trademark has fans theorizing that a remake is coming soon. So uh, no, again, it's a rumor. So no official announcements have been made, and the filing could just be to keep you know the trademarks up to date. But that doesn't stop fans from speculating. So you know who knows. Um, but that would be pretty spicy if a, if a GoldenEye remake came out. Um, that could be huge. Yeah. You know, right off the back of some real hype news like that, I got a real downer for you. Um, we have some theaters closing permanently. 
this is, you know, basically a dagger to my heart. Um, although it's in California, so, you know, I'm all the way out here in Ohio, I guess doesn't really have much of an impact on me at the moment, but California will be losing some theaters in the coming times as the Arclight cinemas and Pacific theaters will be closing all of their 16 locations due to the pandemic. Um, they just, uh, you know, they're not like, uh, big theater franchises. Uh, so, they just weren't able to keep their heads above water here during the lockdown lifestyle over the last year. Uh, so they will be, you know, closing their doors and shutting off the lights for the last time. Um, apparently Netflix has closed a deal to operate the Egyptian, which is another like huge landmark theater out in Hollywood. Uh, so it's unclear if any of these newly closed locations will be scooped up by any of the other entertainment juggernauts for some purpose. Uh, I also don't really know what Netflix is planning to do with the Egyptian. Uh, so it'll be interesting to learn, you know, what they have planned for that. Um, but Alas, I believe we need to pour one out for our fallen screens. <sighs> womp womp. Yes, a moment of silence. Um, but, you know, let's make a, a good news sandwich here. Uh, we have <laughs> this one. This actually really caught me off guard. And uh, <laughs> I don't know yes. what to make of this. <laughs> but apparently, Burt Kreischer, the comedian... Uh, you know him, you love him. Uh, I told you I was going to fit that in there one more time. Uh, he is adapting his machine joke, which if you've never heard of it, please look it up. It's probably one of the funniest jokes you'll ever hear. Um, he's adapting it into a movie. And on top of that, Mark Hamill is set to star alongside him. <laughs> uh, so the machine is a movie that sees the events of Burt Kreischer's legendary and viral joke of the same name, quote, catch up with the comedian 20 years later when he and his father get kidnapped by the people Kreischer wronged. So this project is being helmed by Peter Intensio, uh, who did Key and Peele and Keanu and will star Burt Kreischer, obviously, and Mark Hamill obviously who will be playing Bert's father in the movie. That's funny. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this could be you know, a real funny movie. <laughs> if it's, I don't know. It just had, they have all the pieces there. We'll see what, how it turns out though. I feel like a one hour special would, would fit it. Fit it well. <laughs> I don't know. Two hours, hour and a half. Yeah. We'll see. That's so random. Now, for the last segment of the Showboys newscast. You know it. You love it. The Star Boys is here. Hey, we didn't even practice that. That was pretty good. That's right. Because that's how often it comes up. So cue <laughs> the Star Boys music, which we don't have yet. But. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> good, 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 good job. Piecing it all together, but special edition Star Wars rumor mill edition. Um, 
not a lot of news, just a lot of rumors as people probably get antsy for, you know, the next Star Wars thing, even though there's plenty of Star Wars things coming. But that does not stop the fans from talking and the speculators from speculating. But first, Mads Mikkelsen has been added to the cast of Indiana Jones 5 as an undisclosed character at this time. It relates. It's Disney, it's Spielberg, it's Lucas. You really hyped up Star Wars, and you're like, but first, Indiana Jones. He He's in Star Wars. It all works. It, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. same bucket. So, True. regardless, Mads is a great actor and is a welcome addition to any project in my book. Um, Jones 5 is expected to begin production this summer for a July 29th, 2022 release date and has Spielberg as producer along with Kathleen Kennedy, Frank Marshall and Simon Emanuel and John Williams is also returning as the composer per usual Jones fashion. Very nice. So a little bit of a gem here. Hopefully it's better than four. I'm sure it's going to be great. It's got to be great. Mads might be a bad guy. He does good bad guys, but I enjoy him. Yes. A lot. Um, But now to the star Wars rumors. John Favreau rumored to take over Star Wars amid Abrams cut rumors reads the headline from cosmicbooknews.com. The article, which can be found in our discord shortly after this episode releases, does a good job explaining the intricacies and all the rumors, comments and details circulating the web as people fantasize over the future of Star Wars. These rumors range anywhere from Filoni to take over as head of Lucasfilm, Favreau to take over for Kathleen Kennedy when she retires, and even there being multiple cuts of The Rise of Skywalker, notably an Abrams cut and a Lucas cut. I feel a little bit of DC Snyder verse <laughs> spillover here yeah. in the rumors. Everyone's just got a cut. Dude, that the Snyder cut opened an entire can of worms. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just ever since that whole concept, like, you know, years ago started, you know, everything has yeah. a cut now. Yeah. Um, but the article does a good job at kind of like putting the timelines together and the contradicting information. Um such as like Filoni has stated and just also does not have the track record or ambition to be ahead of a studio. It's just not his thing. He does really good jobs in the pocket, creating his own stories. Mm. Um, So I feel like that's just a little bit of a dumb rumor. Um, Favreau and Kennedy, they get along. Favreau doesn't have any intentions of taking over Lucasfilm or anything like that, or star Wars. So I feel like that's a little bit of a mute concept. And the Abrams cut Lucas cut thing that's all circulating around these rumors that those two met while, you know, post-production was happening. And, you know, there's some that say that Abrams just got like Lucas's opinion and then, you know, just a little bit of feedback. Whereas others think there's a secret Lucas cut of the film out there that Abrams has who knows, but so much to pack in there, but I know it's just all rumors. Another one, Star Wars being rebooted with a past character's son as the lead. And this is all tied to the future of the Skywalker saga. So insider Mike Zero, YouTuber, as reported by Express, has stated that the Skywalker saga will continue as a Disney Plus series following the son of 
Ray Skywalker, Cade Skywalker. Interesting enough, Cade is a comic book character, but the main difference here is that he is not Ray's son, but in the comics is a descendant of Luke. Uh, the biggest course is that this is a early, of course, this is early rumor chatter and obviously not the continuation of the Skywalker story. Um, you know, and if they are to ever continue that, it would be a very delicate and tedious process depending on how they choose to move forward, just because it's kind of wrapped up, but they can obviously continue it forever. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, that's all a mess. And they ought to just let the Skywalkers be. And if they appear, do so in a side character or cameo fashion. So I agree with that. I feel like that that's a healthy way to move forward with all of that. Um, yeah. I, I would even like it like in the future, the future of star Wars, you know, um, like the new Republic stuff, insert a, a Skywalker character. It's like a, you know, side character something like he's just like a giant dork with glasses who doesn't even know how to like hold a lightsaber yeah yeah just yeah (laughs) (laughs) just really butcher yeah um so that's that um another rumor here is and this is a very big one very hot one because people love to insert kind of reeves into everything they love (laughs) um because who doesn't love kind of reeves but for a while now people have been trying to get him to play Darth Revan from the old Republic era. And there's really good concept art out there of this, and it would look really cool, but we probably won't get to see that, but you never know in this day and age, who knows as an updated counter Reeves rumor, YouTuber Mike zero known for his mixed bag of true and false rumors and leaks says that Reeves will be voice acting for a new Filoni Favs animated series as a character called King Valor. And the series will take place on Exegol and explore the dark side of the force in great detail. That I can get behind that a little bit, but yeah. sounds like a rumor to me. Yeah. Um, and like, even when like for me, the DC rumors, like I get super excited about stuff, but then <laughs> I have to like, you know, go take a cold shower basically. Uh, cause at the end of the day, they are just rumors and they haven't, none of this has been confirmed yet. So, uh, get excited. Uh, but, but no, you know, te- like be, be wary that they, your excitement may just end in utter disappointment. It's a crazy world <laughs> out there. It is. And the internet's a crazy place. So we'll try to sift through the crap, give you the fun stuff. And tell you what's the news. That's right. Once again, thank you for joining us. We hope you found this both entertaining and informative. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe everywhere you consume our content. Find all the places we publish content on our link tree. Which is linktr.ee slash showvoice podcast. Be sure to join our Discord server and become a member of the Showboys community to hang out with the Showboys staff. That's us. And uh, our you know, ever-growing uh, cast of co-hosts these days, um, as well as other listeners, and get some cool perks, such as being able to see all the articles we had to choose from for this episode of the newscast, but weren't able to squeeze into the episode. Also, all article links that we did cover in this episode will be available in Discord as well.
If you have anything you'd like us to cover in more detail or included in the show, please comment here. We're available. Or email us at showboyspodcast at gmail.com. Or, as we've iterated over and over, join us in our Showboys Discord. That's right. Uh, We hope to see you on Thursday. Until then, have a wonderful evening.